<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the Buster Show. Today, we're very lucky because we have artist Lexi Pantera in on the show. Hi. Lexi, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing great. You said you're in LA right now. I am in LA. Yes, been here. I wish I was in Miami. Why do you wish you were in Miami? So nice there. Oh my God, it's been like the weather, the sun. You can't go to like LA doesn't have like a beach that you want to go to at least. So I want to be by the beach. <laughs> I want to open up the window with a condo and be like, oh, LA, you can't get any of that. You, do you think there are too many distractions in Miami though? I feel like there's only distractions because like, if you don't live there, then if you're traveling there, maybe not when you're living there, it might not be as crazy. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like you know, when you're living somewhere, it's not as crazy as when you're visiting. Totally. No, I, yeah. I, I you get desensitized to it pretty quickly, no matter, no matter where you are or what you're doing. But uh, so are you in LA because you're working on new music? I was listening to some of your songs before this. You've got some bangers. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I'm here more because I'm preparing for the shows now. So like the next month or two, oh, I only have a month. The next month I have to uh, prepare for this show on the 23rd of July. And I haven't done live performance in so long since like, I don't know, it's been over a year or so. So now I got to get in the gym. I got to start singing my, you know, running and singing and like <laughs> all those things you see in movies. Are you choreographing? Your, are you choreographing your performances? I'm not personally. No, I decided I didn't want to. So my one of my best friends, Jasmine, she's my choreographer. Um, so me and her will go in and we'll probably start Zoom calling really soon and and just you know vibe off each other. Because I mean, yeah, I'm a dancer, but. I like to have other people around me bring out their creative stuff. So it'll be a process. It'll be fun though. That's dope. So yeah. how did you get started? Were you first a dancer? Were you first an artist? Were you first a creator? What, where was the beginning and, and what's sort of the origin? My dog's over here making crazy noises. You're going to have to travel with me. <laughs> I have to take this bone away from now. I have a dog named Nightmare, and sometimes he's an absolute nightmare. Um, so I guess I first started, um, I've always been in the entertainment space, period. Like, I've always wanted to sing and dance and act and blah, blah, blah. So um, I started recording, getting in a girl group when I was, like, 16 or maybe 17. And then ever since then, I always wanted to be a, a I mean, since I was little, I wanted to be a musician, like a singer, no matter what. Like I was trying to be Britney Spears. <laughs> like that's like, that was my goal. And um, and then it fell into other things, like the whole twerk out thing, you know, like I became popular and like my life shifted in other directions. I was already making music. I was teaching, like doing nothing really. Like my music wasn't picking up or anything. So I was teaching, you know, middle school kids how to dance and like doing all that type of stuff and just hustling out here trying to make money and and then you know dance has always been a passion of mine so the whole twerk out thing started going crazy viral and classes everywhere and like changed my whole life what, and then I got to the point that? where I was like Before, um, yeah. what was what, it yeah what what how did the twerk out thing start and was that yours or was that a bigger movement or what what was it I'm not familiar Twerkout, well, if for those of you are listening who don't know, Twerkout is a fitness class based around twerking. And in 2014, I decided to do a, 
a, a created class that actually was called twerk out. So t- the word twerk out didn't exist. Like that, it wasn't really a thing. Um, twerking has always been around. Like people have shaken their ass, you know, all over the place, wherever, whenever. <laughs> so that's been, you know, for a long time. But the whole fitness aspect of it was new. I kind of introduced that to the world and, and it picked up really fast and it, you know, blew up me and um, then I got back into the music, you know, and, and I was able to pay my way to do music just like any other struggling artist, you know what I mean? And same thing with now with OnlyFans, you know, it gave me another opportunity to monetize my content so that I can do the things that I love, the music, you know what I mean, as an independent artist um, and help build out other brands and other artists and come out with my own agency now and it's it's built my life has been great it's built its way um my strongest passion is music though i've always been releasing music i have music videos out everywhere like i'm going on a mini tour i'm excited i have a lot coming up i love how excited you are i know i know before too you mentioned is is this true that you're the number one subscribed person on the OnlyFans platform yeah it kind of blows my mind but yes it's very true it's kind of crazy (laughs) <laughs> and you're telling me too that you know you were doing it before anybody else was you're only the, the second person who's ever been on the podcast who has had one the first person oh. um I think she was the she came on like a year ago because I was super interested oh. uh in in you know just sort of the business model and whether it was sustainable for people just because a year ago so you were it. you already heard about it and you were already yeah about I, it a year ago. and I think she was the number one earner on there until like Cardi B or somebody <laughs> took wow. it. who was um, who was the girl Jem Wolfie was her name yeah okay she I've heard of her basketball person um so that's how um, we were connected. but um I heard about it's, her it's, yeah I mean there's there's the different same you know, thing yeah it it's an democratizes insane. that whole world in a way that i have always been a fan of how the internet democratizes everything right even use uh-huh. a show, even use a show like this as an example otherwise you know you would need a whole studio you would need a whole team and you would need oh, a, it takes and you, would, you would need a network for it to live on whereas now um you can do it on zoom so easy. right now and I, I think that it's true in every sector it was just a matter of time to democratize it all and yeah you know. it made us be able to monetize very easy and with with little money spent that's crazy that's what you want to do that's the goal here <laughs> like yeah. with any business and I just decided yeah I was on it like a year ago that's kind of well, in April, I joined April, so it's been a little bit over a year, but um, I saw it and I was like, whoa, like, I can take this far, like, I can help other people monetize their content, which I'm doing now through the, the real agency that I created, where we help monetize and help build brands on OnlyFans, too. Um, it's a whole business. I just saw so much more than what it, it was looking like you know quote-unquote looking whatever the stigma right. of it because there I was just saw money I was like how do you make money out of this how do you build your brand off it <laughs> right because there was a really negative connotation to it you know for sure and I think in some ways there still is but there was a moment even too when I realized because this basketball league that I, I do the broadcasting for it's all it's called the crew league and it's rappers and their crews playing you know four on four basketball yeah. and I, I don't like, know why I don't have I, one I need I, I need a crew 
You do. And I saw the body squats coming for you, hoes. <laughs> season one was on OnlyFans, and I was like, huh. So I think it's really, I remember really that. just mm-hmm. it's really just paid content at the end of the day. And you know, what yeah, it was just an easy platform. Why wouldn't you want to go on a platform that had all these millions and billions of followers already that people knew about, especially men, if they're that's my demographic. So hello. It would be stupid for me not to get on the, the app, you know? And that's how I felt. I told everybody when I first started, I was like, yo, everyone needs to get on right now. I was telling all my friends, this is exactly what happened with Twerk Out as well. Everyone was like, uh, uh, like afraid, scared. I don't know. I don't know. And then they all wish that they had like came across and did it with me. Or like, you know what I mean? And they're like, damn, I should have did it earlier. Why didn't I do it? And I'm like, I'm not, I told you so, girl. <laughs> I'm not always like, you know what? Y'all need to listen to me the first time when I speak. Because I never want to say I told you so again. I'm schooling these girls out here. I don't know why they don't listen. Do you think that the negative connotation has sort of gone away at this point as to where it like was two years ago? Well, no, I think absolutely. But with brands right now, I I think they're a little bit still afraid for some reason. Um, I think they should respect the fact that it's like you can take it really far, you know, and it's not just some, I don't know, sex content platform that people think it is (laughs) there's so much more on it and now that cardi b's on it and bad baby and all these mainstream people you know now it's like what is it's just normal i feel like it's so normal now people are making millions of dollars on it like it's actually insane yeah Uh, do you think that there's a long lifespan like you it sound it just in nature seems like it would mm-hmm. be very hard to do that for more than a couple months. Is that true? No, I mean I've been on it for a year. It's been pretty consistent for me, like for me. But also we've been in quarantine, so yes, I think that that definitely affects the social media use of everybody. So um, I don't know, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but what I do know is we'll ride it out until the wheels fall. <laughs> get that money honey you know and then I'm always the one that jumps on other things so if there's something else that comes up I'm probably going to be like oh like this is the next way this is the move like let's get on it I'm not worried um something always God always has my back when it comes to stuff like that you seem like you're naturally an early adopter to new platforms is that something I don't know why you're always I feel like I'm too early sometimes (laughs) there's no such thing as too early but my dog's getting nightmare come here nightmare come here he's trying to get into the trash can <laughs> he's so sneaky i have a golden doodle come here baby come here come here do we, do we get eight. a hello from your dog yeah yeah he's eight months okay and he's like a fucking beast only eight months old wow he might hello. be about nine he might oh wait he might be about <laughs> nine months he might be about nine months now but look at him he's a big boy wow oh. He's a baby. Huge He's for a baby. nine months old. <laughs> okay, go. Okay. Crazy. He's getting, he's getting so big. He's just dominant. Nightmare, sit. Looking, sit. looking like Chewbacca. Down. Down. Good boy. Stay. He's trained. Don't get it twisted. I spent a lot of money trying to train him. <laughs> yeah. But he's still bad. He's still so bad. I'm, it's like I have a freaking child. I don't have any children. But like I'm learning what it's like. I'm like, this is a lot. I can't even take care of a dog. I'm like, I'm too busy for this. That's funny. 
Um, but I love him. He's worth it. So in terms of the platforms, how big do you think social is now in terms of making artists popular? Huge. Do you think that it's what? even, it's the, it's that the it's only even possible without? Yes, it's possible. Well, no, no. It is what it's making celebrities. It's making stars. I don't, there's no like label that's making a superstar at the moment. I feel like it's literally always just viral moments and whoever's keeping up with the momentum and working and actually has a vision and brand. Those are the ones that are going to stick around. Do you think that in a few years, every artist will be independent because of social media? Probably. That's actually an interesting concept. I've been independent in my whole career. Um, but I've always had to say so, like I can do what, I do what I want. So I feel like I'm probably happier than most people in a record label deal. And I think it's giving a lot of opportunities for everyone. Yeah, there's a lot of talent out there. Um, there's room for people, you know? There's room for more than 40 people on the goddamn top 40, 40 playlists 24 seven, you know? <clears throat> so I think it's just giving us opportunity to really showcase people's talent and room for more people. I think it's great. Right, there are way more stars than there have ever been. <laughs> yes, it's very true. Close because if your stuff is good, the people will find it. You know, it's not like it's not like back in the day where there are seven stations and three bands. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just thinking. I was like, how did people like do it without social media? Where had, they they were per, they were performing all the time, twenty four seven on the road. Like you know, they were in every city every night. Um, I was like, damn, we need to do that. <laughs> let's do that well yeah and it was also a matter of all of the eyes were concentrated on fewer things so think like the same amount of people that watch the super bowl now watched the beatles when they were on you know johnny carson who was a late night show, mm, right so it was, it was like those performances were like <clears throat> mini super bowls and you know that doesn't exist anymore i mean more people watch you know a random podcast on the Oscars or the Grammys, you know? That's crazy. And One person too. People are getting big. People watch, you know, I could name a hundred people on TikTok that people watch more, more often, check in every day, you know, that those stations can't. Um, and I think that only pushes sort of what we were talking about with, where'd you go? Can you hear me? <laughs> Sorry, one second. I'm getting water. Oh my god, I'm back. Okay. These allergies are whooping my ass. <laughs> Damn. Oh, they're whooping my ass. I you think in the valley fine. it gets worse. Ah, thanks. No, I'm starting to get like a like a nose cold. That's no good. Unfortunately. <laughs> At least I know. I'm like, not food. right now. Not when I have these damn performances coming up. This needs to disappear like now. Yeah, I'm going to have least, to shove ginger down my throat. That can help. At least now, though, um, if you sneeze or cough in public, people don't look <laughs> at you like you're about to kill them. That's very true. It has changed. It has changed. I walked into a store the other day without the mask. I was like, whoa. I was like, people looking at me like, what are people like thinking? <laughs> it was so, it was just such a weird feeling, you know? I, was like, okay. I feel exposed I kind of want to keep wearing it because I like to uh um 
put my logo and stuff on it. So I like to wear it. I'm like, now people are going to be wearing in and out whenever they want which is going to be hilarious to be like, why are they still wearing that mask? Like, are they wearing a mask? Well, I wonder why. <laughs> like, are they sick? Or are they like promoting something on their mask? Or is it like a fashion statement? You know, like, what is it? I actually loved wearing masks when it was cold outside. Because good. Well, I think people are going to be doing that now. I think so. I too. think Winter it's going to be a thing. I will, I will wear a mask by choice you know fully vaccinated and wearing a mask because my face is cold and no, in japan they do and eight in korea i mean i went to korea before right before covid and stuff and they were already wearing masks but i think it's because like pollution is bad and it's because of I air pollution think, there not because yeah, of- and the pollen <laughs> yeah, i think it was like some sort of pollen there or something but it looked cool i was wearing a mask over there for no i was just like i'm gonna wear one too <laughs> so i was already preparing for the uh for the covid oh terrible where where is your favorite place you've traveled in the last few years COVID aside um i'm like where have i been jamaica that was amazing i loved jamaica it was honestly heaven it was heaven i was waking up to like tropical fruit everywhere <laughs> I was just like a goddess in heaven it was it was nice the water was nice the vibes the sun you know the Miami like I said I want to be by I want to be by the sun the water and LA is not giving it to me <laughs> I'm sad about it Santa, Santa Monica is not that bad for that no one wants to get in the water the problem is is our Pacific our oceans are too freezing they're not, they're like gross. They're dark and polluted. It's not very warm. It's just like, it's actually freezing. No one wants to go in. You have to go somewhere else, like towards, like maybe like towards San Diego, I think. I don't really San go in water little, over there either. If you're looking for clear water, then San Diego is a little bit better. Or like Santa Barbara. Or it's lower you go better. Hawaii. Oh, I went to Hawaii recently. Again, I haven't been in like two years. It was really great. Really? That's somewhere mm. where I have on my list for the next year. Oh, you gotta do you gotta do a um a van. You know, you rent like a van for like a certain amount of time and live out of really? the van. It was amazing. Oh yeah. It was fun. It was so fun. I was like, we're moving here. <laughs> Every time I go somewhere, I'm like, I'm moving here. It doesn't happen. I'm stuck in LA. Everything's in LA. The business is in LA. The music's in LA. Acting's in LA. What am I going to do? You know, it's like a love-hate relationship here. It's like pulling me. I'm like, I want to live on the fucking sand, but I want to be a superstar. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do the two. <laughs> like, no, I hate it's, it's, it's not going to work. Yeah, that's how I'd always felt about New York, too. But I love everything mm. in New York. And I also don't, like, I'd... I love people, but I don't love, like, I love most people. But the thing about New York, too, is you can get away, you know, like, pop out to Connecticut or, you know, upstate, yeah. things like that. That's true. Yeah, I love Very it. true. Um, so what are you, what are you focused on right now? I feel like you're a lot more entrepreneurial than people even might know. Um, I'm way too entrepreneurial. It gets me in trouble and it gets me, it gives me a headache. <laughs> I wish I was like, I was you in trouble. 
I just, I'm always coming up with too many ideas, too many creative things. I want to get it done. I have a team, which is amazing. Like I've consolidated a team around me that I love, you know, and that are really great and supportive, but it's hard because I have so many things that I want to do. Um, just money making, not even money. It all stems from being creative first. I'm like, I have an idea and try to get that done. But there's a million of them. It's hard. And it just takes a lot of your mind. You know what I mean? Like going to sleep at night, you're thinking about it all the time. Like things like that happen. So I try to uh, space it out. I'm really just trying to focus on the music right now. These music videos. Um, I have a song coming out really soon with Trina. We did a music video in Miami. It's a turned up record. Um, I'm kind of introducing my Lexi Pantera side, which is like the softer like R&B side to me because I love R&B. So I've been, I'm starting to release more of that now. And then I have my Virgin Lex sign, which is side, which is like, you know, the bad bitch side, uh, the rapper side, the one that likes to talk shit side. So those are the two things you'll see for me this next year. And I'll be performing live um, on the 23rd in July in Ontario, Los Angeles, California. Um, biggest show I've ever done, 10,000 people, the baby, Ray Schremer, Rick Ross, Jack Harlow, like crazy lineup. I'm blessed to be there and I can't wait to show people what I have to offer and get booked more. So I'm really excited. That's awesome. Yeah. Jack, Jack's a really good dude too. Definitely. I can't wait. And I hope I get to meet him because I'm a super big fan. He's really talented. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, yeah. That's super exciting. 10,000 people, huh? I'm like nervous, you know, like being quarantined to 10,000 people. I'm like, oh my God. And like I said, it's been a while. Like I'm a dancer, so I got to dance and I got to sing. And You know, it just everything has to be on point. So I'm preparing for that. And I just want to lose myself on stage and have fun. It's so funny how that is though, because, you know, you'll have millions of followers on social media, but then, you know, a couple hundred people, like even, even when I'll do, when I'll speak at like, you know, uh business conferences you know Mm -hmm. 200 people there i'm more i'm either more excited or more nervous there's some emotion that's more exciting than everybody seeing something online and it's such an interesting dynamic to think about because all that energy is in one room i mean think about how many souls there are (laughs) it's a lot of fucking energy and yeah it's it's undivided attention you know whereas they don't know me different I'm a new artist, so they don't know me. This is, you know, this is where I'm coming in. They're going to be like, who's this bitch on stage? <laughs> what is she doing? Let's okay. see if we like her. That's kind of what we think, right? Like, oh, let's see, let's see. And hopefully I capture them. And hopefully if something catches on, whatever it is, something leaves or takes them home with something in their mind that remembered the stage performance somehow. That's the goal. So what what advice would you tell your younger self if you were to give your younger self uh, some advice on you know the entrepreneurial path the music path the social media path what would you what would you tell yourself um I would probably say to not give a fuck and do what you want to do um which is really that YOLO like don't care what anyone else says thing also uh dig into your craft really learn about it no no you know every business has a business there has it has its own thing right so you got to really learn about it so if you want to do this you got to learn about it you got to see who's in it 
who's writing what, what they're doing, who's producing, you know what I mean? When it comes to music, I think stuff like that, but um, know who's on the radio, know who the DJs are, all those, all those things that you want to dig in, just like in school when you're going to become a doctor, right? Like, cool, you like music, you love music. Yeah, that was me. I wanted to perform. I like to write. But like, you really got to know the business of the craft or the thing that you're going into, because that is really one of the most important parts of anything <laughs> is the, the business part. So you got to kind of get your business savvy up, you know? So how even you- if it's a creative space, even if you're an artist, a painter, like whatever it is, you're going to need to sell the paintings one day or whatever, you know? So that was, that'd be my advice to myself as well. I've always been a hustler though. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> always a hustler, but business, I wish I knew a little bit more. So how do you do that? Where, where did you start to look? What, what platforms slash resources did you use? Or was it more just time? Mm, it was time for me, for sure. Running into people, learning from people, listening to people. But there are ways. I think it's what we're lucky because we're in like an Instagram stalking world. So like you can find these people, you know what I mean? If you want to know who Rihanna, like if you're a musician, you're a singer, and you come into the game early new, you're learning all these things. And you're like, I love this song, Rihanna's song. Who wrote this song? Like, do your research, like go Wikipedia and see who wrote it, find them on Instagram, see what they're doing. Like, there's so many things you could do now to find these people. Growing up, I didn't have too much of that. I'm a little older than this generation. So I'm like, oh shit, like I would have been on like search mode, (laughs) finding everybody and learning everything. We have YouTube University, like, bro. Yeah. And I'm still learning now. I mean. Did you just refer to YouTube as YouTube University? Yeah, bro. YouTube University for sure. You can learn anything. Anything. Fuck yeah. school. <laughs> like, fuck school. And, <laughs> and I, I think. Go to school. But, I, but think I think the, the good thing, the good thing about YouTube too, mm-hmm. is that you're only going to click on what you're interested in and people by default will pay more attention to the stuff that they're interested in and more passionate about and retain, more which is totally fine, which is totally fine. Dig into that, into what you're into. Yes. I think that's a perfectly healthy way to go about learning. Are you not, you're not a fan of school? No, not really. No, I didn't like school at all. I wasn't good at it. Um, I didn't get great grades. I hated tests. I liked more like, like if I was in a school where we were traveling, like in a broad type of situation and learning experience, I would have learned more from that than what I learned in school. Um, so I, you know, I tried college too, like for a couple of years, didn't like it, hated it had to leave. I was like, dad, I'm leaving. I'm not, I'm not doing school anymore. He's like, my dad didn't graduate. <laughs> my dad went to a continuation school. So he, and he's a successful guy. Like he, you know, he makes really good money. Um, and he was like, well, welcome to the full throttle world. And I was like, what's, he was like, what's that mean? Cause my dad's a, a ride, like a bike rider, like a motocross rider. So full throttle is just like going, you know what I mean? And he's like, now you just got to work your way through life and figure out how you're going to do it. You're not going to go to school. What are you going to do? And I'm like, all right, I'm ready. So I just, I went and I wasn't afraid. I'm just going. No, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, You can't be afraid. You got to take risks to get better, bigger rewards. Yeah, you got to fail at things, right? Absolutely fail. Absolutely. And then it pushes you harder. If you're lucky, hopefully it'll push you harder. 
Yeah, or mm-hmm. it'll just teach you, you know, learn, learn from it. If everything. you learn from it, shit, you can learn something a million times and still not, not really learn your lesson. Well, that's I've done. True. I've been there with my relationships. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that. <laughs> no, no questions. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> no, no questions asked. Um you know, it's funny because my opinion on school, what, like I didn't go to college. I didn't even apply to college. Okay. Uh, my junior year of high school. I don't school, even know why I applied. <laughs> I, I sort of knew exactly what I wanted to do and, and I did it. Um, and, wow. but like, I'm, I'm 20 now. So this is only two, two years ago. Okay. You're uh, a baby. But, you know, my opinion was that, you know, college being for everybody is super overrated and mm-hmm. it's pretty much the same now I think for specific majors for specific careers it still makes for sure absolutely absolutely do but it. don't be afraid if you're in the space where you really know you don't need college don't be afraid to just like go out ASAP like I don't care how old you are <laughs> like get into that business and if that's where you want to be like dig in that's crazy I didn't know you're 20 that's insane so you know that's congratulations that's really really fucking awesome thanks you're in such a good spot that's amazing I think I mean my my boyfriend he started doing YouTube at 15 years old I didn't get on YouTube till way later and I'm like whoa you've been doing it for already 15 years that's crazy like to have that early mindset of like that work ethic and like jumping on YouTube I'm gonna do videos I'm gonna do this and get paid for at 15 like especially when it wasn't a thing right now it's easier you know what I mean it's everything but back then it wasn't I'm shocked and I'm I'm sure I'm there was a lot of fun involved in that for you know him too right you know, it was just for fun he did, he was like oh maybe our family can watch these videos let's put them on YouTube so we can share them with our family and then like they blow up and millions of people start watching you it's insane that's that's the best way though if you're actually <laughs> yeah, passionate about it sure. That's the perfect way. That's the perfect way. That's how I did it with the twerking thing, the twerk out. I'm a dancer. I love to dance. I blew up because of something that I, I was passionate about that I, I I was vulnerable enough to put out on the internet also, you know, that's another thing. I can imagine that takes a lot of guts too. I mean, yeah. The funny thing is I didn't see it as like a sexual thing, which is very funny because it is very sexual and I just dance and I have fun doing it. Right. And it's like a it's like a hobby, a hobby, hobby for me. Plus, it's um, challenging. So I always saw it as a fun, and everyone just caught on as like, whoa, <laughs> like mesmerized. And I'm like, oh, it's a thing. It was funny. It was interesting. That, that, but your your life changes after that. It's crazy. How so? I mean, you're just beyond busy, beyond getting popular. People recognize you. You're just like a sensation overnight kind of although you put in the work a million other ways you know it doesn't matter <laughs> you're, doing, you're just like boom and then just overwhelmed with everything that the entertainment and celebrity world has to offer now you know there are a lot of good things that come with that but obviously mm-hmm. things on both ends of the spectrum how do you sort of try to stay grounded in all of that you know chaos because especially with social media like you gotta block out most of what you know is on there 
Yeah, uh, well, I have a good team that helps me with it. And I feel like I have good friends that are like from high school that are still around and solid. Like, That's you nice. know, I keep my team pretty solid. And um, I have my home base in LA, in LA, you know, my dog. I have my normal things that, that keep me really, really grounded. And I travel a lot. My life is on the road. It's very hectic, fucking um, sleepless nights, but very fun and exciting. And I wouldn't trade it for any other, anything else. Um, but so I, I guess I'm just humble and I'm, 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 I'm grateful and blessed to have it. So that's what keeps me humble. Cause I grew up with, I didn't have this shit. <laughs> I didn't have any of it. So I always remember that I didn't have that. You know? But I'm a hustler and I like to work and I like to expand and I like to build empire. <laughs> So like the contentness, I'm never really content, but I'm happy. So I'm happy that I'm happy. That's good. I'm happy for you. Uh, Thank you. You know, it is so important to, you know, you mentioned like looking back as well to zoom out every once in a while, because, you know, week mm -hmm. to week, it's all like, you know, anybody who, who is in, you know, sort of the entertainment world, I think even most worlds, to be honest, you know, can never be content with anything that they're doing. Otherwise, that's where you get stagnant, right? And that's where you yeah. complacent in a sense. So, mm -hmm. you know, but equally. Some people are okay with it. Entertainment people mostly are not. We're always the go-getters. <laughs> We're always the keep going. Right. Well, because, mm -hmm. you know, uh, there's a classic saying, like, you know, the quicker that you rise, the harder you fall. And, you know, I think that is something that we see every week on new platforms like TikTok, for example, mm -hmm. you know, you have somebody who can get a million followers overnight and then, That's and then, you know, disappeared two months later. Like it's, this well, you have memes. Imagine being a meme. Imagine being one meme and going viral crazy and everyone knows you and you're just like, damn, what do I do now? <laughs> you're like oh, but I'm a but I'm a doctor I don't know it's crazy it's insane how the internet works right now it's pretty wild and it's fun and exciting because there's so much there's so much room for like new shit just expansion and I'm I'm excited to see where it goes definitely a lot of room I hope we get more into the VR space I hope we get more into the realistic like you know that type of that type of world that would be cool that's where social's going. The goggles. And, yeah, I, yeah, I use my Oculus too almost every day. It's how I look Do at it. Do you really? Yeah, I'm, I'm really big into like sports cards and things like that, as you can see behind. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's where I shop for them in VR every day. Wow. And I see I a, too, it's going to happen. Like it, the way the route, the next level of social is 360 video VR. That'd be sick twerk videos vr baby coming for you <laughs> i can't imagine. you guys won't be able to you can't you get all the guys in there whoa i can't handle it <laughs> literally um you said baseball I, cards um let me let me show off real quick my grandpa played for the kansas city royals really? back in the day and then um my brother also he got drafted so he went to washington UW, and he got drafted onto the Eagles the year that they won the Super Bowl. How lit was that? Oh, in football. 
Amazing. Yeah, football. He got drafted. I was like, damn, he got the ring and everything. He got the so ring. Like, we have a couple. We got yeah, he got the ring. Yeah. We have a couple athletes in the family. That's super cool. <laughs> I was a cheerleader. <laughs> I was a dancer. Hey, I actually I, I played baseball when I was younger and basketball, but I was not good at it. But I, I wanted to and I tried. I'm on the same page with you. I tried out for my team sophomore year. They were like, no. So I started broadcasting instead. And that's why I'm doing what I'm Look doing. At you so. now. Damn. Oh, but it, was, it was really funny because I didn't I didn't make the JV team as a sophomore. So instead I started broadcasting the girls JV field hockey games on local radio. And then slowly like working wow, on like, the girls. Yeah. Look at you. That was a good was- one. That's a good come up. That reminds me of just just like stories of like grinding like and not making it right like right before twerk out started and popped off I tried out for um I wanted to work at Equinox because I was like fuck I'm just gonna be a trainer my music's not working out I'm struggling I'm upset like what am I gonna do um so I went to Equinox I was like I'm gonna work at the high end the most high-end gym fuck it (laughs) Equinox and I went in I did my I call it audition interview. It's an interview. And I like, they didn't pick me. And I was so upset. I was like, what? Like, what am I going to do? Like, how, how did they not, what? They didn't like me. Like, what happened? Was I not good enough? I can't train. Like, how am I going to make money? And then twerk out popped off. It's insane. And then I was like, I'm my own instructor with my own twerk out class, my own fitness brand. Fuck you guys. <laughs> That's how it happened i love those stories though i love them so how did twerk out first pop off was it a video or what what happened i just no it was well it was two things at once it was a twerk out class that i created and my friend christina million who's a celebrity she came into class and she loved it so much so she started posting about it and it it the class started getting big on that end and just um, I made it like an Instagram for it and whatever I started posting on it. And then on the other side, I had a twerk out video that was just a freestyle video that was going viral because someone did a, um, what is it called? Like they watched the video while it's playing, like a reaction okay. video. Yeah. And it went crazy, like 400 million views. Like it just like. What? 400 it, yeah, 400 million views. It, it just blew on what platform? the internet. YouTube or Facebook? On Facebook my youtube video on facebook it's on facebook right because videos can't like youtube videos don't get that many views that only happens on facebook no yeah yeah facebook and my video was like about 60 something million views on my youtube channel 60 but the face yeah but the facebook was like it was crazy and then it was it was wild I was like my ass is everywhere this is not what I literally your ass was literally everywhere like imagine like i'm over here trying to be a singer and then suddenly i'm the best worker in the world I'm like, hmm. interesting it was definitely a curve you know what i mean a big curve in, in my uh in my game <laughs> but i got lucky i'm blessed for it that's such I, a random that's such a random like turn of events like who would have thought you know no I just and I you know what even makes it even more funny is like when I was in high school like I had no tits no ass the shortest the skinniest the smallest girl in school like your girl had nothing and so it makes it even more hilarious because I'm like 
like there's no way if you would have been like hey little Lexi in high school like you're about to be twerk queen bitch like no okay yeah haha like that girl's about to be not me like oh it's it's actually comical that's how all those things are right like even oh yeah god's hilarious what god has a huge sense of humor like he's the funniest thing on the planet (laughs) right like even (laughs) i mean it's all just ridiculous i can even i can only really use myself as an example because i don't want to anybody else i love it you know not making the team and then like being around the NBA nonstop. It's like, I'm like all right. I'm not playing yeah, in the NBA, it's so it's crazy. not as extreme. But I know, you know, no, but it is. That is wild. It's wild. We always think that we're into something sometimes and things change, you know. That listen, you can't you can't plan your life out. I will tell you that. I've learned that one. You can hope for some things, but I don't think, you know, there's a bigger power that has kind of control over everything. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it, it's there. Yeah, action, mm-hmm. action definitely creates traction. That's that's the saying that I, I love. And it's true. Mm-hmm. You, know, you gotta do anything, right? It doesn't even matter what mm-hmm. you do. You can literally twerk and then get 400 million views. <laughs> so I anything know. is possible. Very true. Just get out there, get active and do something, people. That's what we're here to tell you to do. We're here to motivate. I think I think you know, all in all, that's a really good uh that's a really good takeaway. It's like do anything. Better. Yeah, get in there. At least be active. There's a lot of people that don't have passions, don't have things that they want to do. I can't fucking relate. Um, but you know, if they're happy, if they're content, though, listen, you be you, you be happy. That's what I'm about. Happiness over everything. So that's it. I, I also think you know, for people who are trying to discover their passions too, doing things that you don't enjoy is a great way to find out what you do enjoy, because you know, I you, agree with you. If you, and even just doing things like on the extreme end of that, like mow lawns, if you hate mowing lawns and then realize that you like doing something else more than that. And then all of a sudden you slowly mentally ratchet your way up to like figuring out what you actually enjoy. And then- Yeah, and And you might even find something in mowing lawns that you might like that might not be the specific thing, but yeah, you just, listen, you gotta go through things to learn about yourself. So get out there, and go through things that's it totally no it's anything in today's day and age you know social media can amplify there are people online who have millions of follower communities around the most obscure subjects you know i saw i saw a dude on youtube the other day everyone has their niche i saw a dude on youtube who had five million views doing gun asmr so he was holding a gun and he was like opening it and cleaning it as ASMR and it got millions of views. And I was like, you know what? Anything is possible. <laughs> this dude took his passion for that and turned it into millions of views. Isn't so that I think crazy? I think we're both good examples of that too. And I think, you know, yeah. um, and also not worrying about anything else. Like the only thing that really matters is what you think. YOLO. Okay. Like well, and your mom and your dad. <laughs> your mom and your dad are like, what are you doing? Those are the only right path. No, it's it's super true though. Um, you know, that that really is what matters at the end of the day. Um mm-hmm. and you know, you just got like before social media, um, you wouldn't even know what other people were doing. 
Like humans didn't no. evolve to be conscious of what everybody's doing 24 seven. Like that wasn't yeah. a thing, you know? Isn't that wild? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you a would, wild concept. You would only know what people were doing if they told you to your face when you ran into them. People also Dang. died at like age 40. So, you know, Hell, like- have longer lives. That's wild. If you wanted to know a piece of information, you had to look it up in a book. I remember that. Damn. Luckily, we're not in there anymore. <laughs> YOLO, we got Google, bitch. Shouts out. Yeah, and soon we're going to have... Shout just, out to Google. Soon, soon we'll have uh, natural VR and AR integration into daily life. That's going to be... Listen, I'm... Uh, there's definitely slowly, yeah there's a point <laughs> we're gonna slowly turn into robots don't you think yeah yeah there's a point of like we need to throw this shit out and then there's a point of like we're living lavish you know what I mean like I'd like to live lavish but not be taken over by robots so like if anyone wants to implement the government wants to come in here and shut shit down I think something should happen because we're not trying to have robots take why would we do that why why would we because I don't even know why we're trying why. to do that <laughs> <laughs> the money <laughs> it's my heart. I think it's I, I think it's inevitable but I don't know if it's gonna happen in our lifetimes necessarily just um, our children's just, let's just let's not worry about that who cares <laughs> just um, no, I, I am really excited for like the ways that it will benefit people's lives and make there's a lot of good ways it could benefit for sure that people can do things and and healthier too you know, like Absolutely. imagine, imagine if for people who had like, you know, medical conditions that Absolutely. glass in their eye constantly updated them with their condition. And if anything, very, very it, true, it would notify them what to do. And that's the type of stuff we should be doing. Not like, hey, go get me a burger. You know what I mean? Like something yeah. like it needs to be something for a reason, not just because humans are being lazy. That's terrible. We're gonna be Wallies. Is that what it's called? Is Wally. that what that show is? Wally. The movie, the Pixar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What with We're all the bad those, people like, in the space? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's us. Hello. America mm-hmm. or humans? <laughs> humans in general. I think no, maybe just America. I don't know. <laughs> 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 maybe just us. Too, too much too much of a good thing can be a bad thing um, very very true um too much yeah. of the baddie universe though you see my shirt you like the baddie vibes t-shirt what does it mean a baddie vibe is my first album and i actually just also came out with a podcast but it basically yes. a bat thank you a baddie vibe is just like being your own like confident self being confident in your own skin is a baddie so baddie vibes always mm-hmm. i think that's uh i think that's super i had to showcase my merch here for you too. <laughs> amazing so I, I think we've talked about pretty much everything where where can people find you best if they want to follow you on social Ooh, socially lexi pantera that's lexi with a y pantera with two r's on instagram on twitter on snapchat definitely on OnlyFans. You'll find music videos, BTS, footage, everything and anything over there. It's popping over there. I'm just going to say no. Um, and then uh, YouTube, click out with Lexi or, or um, Lexi Ventura. 
you'll find me everywhere. I'm all over the place. And hopefully soon, you will find me at a local show. Awesome. Oh, I lost you there for a sec. Awesome. Oh, what happened? Oh my God. Okay, you're yes. You're back now. Uh, well, thank but you yeah, so I'll much. I'll see you guys in the crowd. Buster, thank you for having me. Thank you for doing this and good luck at your big show coming up. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'll talk to you very soon. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Peace.